everybody. This is Raul Gonzalez. And I'm Oscar Ibieta. And this is Medicare Agent IQ. We are a podcast that is here and uh, to help other independent agents to be successful. Selling Medicare. That's basically the, the reason that we do what we do. And uh, this podcast is airing uh, right on around December 13th. December 13th, mid-December. For, for, for some, Christmas time. Which is yeah. If you haven't done your Christmas shopping, hurry up and get it done. This because, is the time uh, to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is the exact time to do it. Hey, man, I, I was uh, I was thinking a lot about how um, last week we ended and I said that, you know, don't, you know, just start at the gym on January 1st, get off the couch. You know, now is the time. And I've actually been going to the gym. Nice. And uh, I've been I've been going, getting up, and and I've been there at like six a.m. And the only reason, or the main reason, is because I want to, I, I do want to be there at the first of January, and I want to be the one that like complains, ugh, <laughs> all, <laughs> all these people who never work out, and, and now they're the, at the gym, all the New Year's resolution. Yes, yeah, so I'm just beating the crowd so that way I can be part of the other crowd that makes fun of them. Anyway, so side note it has nothing to do. <laughs> with what we're talking about today, but really just want to encourage everybody that, you know, here we are, you know, again, it's, it's midway through December. We're getting, getting really close to the end of the year, but man, don't just not work for the next several weeks. You know, I think that's a, one of the, the, the real big things is, is you got to put a strategy together. Like even if you're not out, you know, hunting for business, which I would say there's still opportunity for the rest of the year. There's still people turning 65 that maybe haven't been talked to. There's still people who, who, uh, you know, may qualify for changes. And so we want to, we want to encourage everybody continue to, uh, continue to, continue to be active. Like, even if, again, like, I'm not saying you have to be out, you know, you know, every day hustling, but, um, but at least do some work right now. Would you yeah, absolutely. That? One thing I, I'm, I'm always having conversations with agents about is the train. I'm always using that as an example, an analogy. I say, look, if you have you ever seen a train start? Have you ever seen a train get going? It takes a while. I mean, before that train actually starts moving. And so here I've we are. Have you seen a train start? No, you haven't. Well, I guess I guess a lot of people haven't. And, and <laughs> let me let me explain why I have seen a, a train start. I grew up near railroad tracks, and so. I used to, we used to ride our bikes all around there and it was like a stopping station too, I believe. And so we'd see trains always come to a stop there and then we would see them get going and it would take a while. I mean, it, it sounded like thunder and you see this train just trembling and you're like, what's happening? And then it slowly but surely hmm. starts moving. It's not like a car where you just let off the brake and you step on the gas and you start going. It takes a while before this train gets going. And so... I always use that as an example when I'm having conversations with agents. I say, hey, look, here we are, December 7th, AEP has ended. Do not let that train stop moving because once that train stops moving, it takes a while before that train gets going again. And so if you're waiting until January 1st, until after the new year to get going again, it's going to take you a little bit. It's going to take that train a little bit to get going. And so the idea is, and what we're going to talk about here today is don't let that train come to a complete stop. Sure, that train's going to slow down. You want to take the time to enjoy the holidays and enjoy your family, but don't let that train come to a complete stop. There's still some things that we can be doing as agents to prepare us as we go get into the new year. So when the new year rolls around, we hit the ground running. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't agree more. Let's go ahead and recap last week. We talked about... Uh, 
building for 2025, really just kind of building off of your momentum and um, kind of keeping in mind that your strategy and everything that you're doing today, everything that you did from eight for, for one, one effective and everything you're doing the rest of the year, all the way up to a 12, one of 2024 effective, you are basically doing all that work for your January to, renewals. To add to that renewal. January 2025, so keep that in mind. So that was yeah. the first thing we talked about. And real quick, before we talk about the next one, have a number, right? What is your number? What Because everybody's different. So as an agent, you gotta think about, what what do I want my renewals to be in January of 2025? How many clients do I need to have on the books? to get to that renewal number and then break it down by month. <laughs> I just got a picture in my head of of um, the um, the Austin Powers movie when he is like um, $1 billion. <laughs> and I think, but it, but it, but it, but it, I had the picture of my head of him saying that, but it kind of makes me think that sometimes agents are kind of thinking that way. Mm -hmm. And they're kind of just like, I want my renewals to be, you know, some off the charts number without actually putting any real thought into it. So like you said, put some actual thought into it uh, and make a realistic goal and then work backwards from that goal. Yeah. Like, okay, look, I did I did uh, 80 sales during AEP and I need to have 10 a month in order to hit so-and-so yeah. number. So be able to, to do that. So any other thoughts before we move on to the yeah. next recap? We can move on. Let's, we can, <laughs> let's do it. 30, 60, 90 day phone calls was the second one. And, uh, and again, just, just you, you want to, and I would actually even call, like if you've got downtime right now, I know, um, you know, we're, we're toward the end of, uh, you know, people are listening and, and we're getting close to the holidays, but right now this is a week where you can make those phone calls, make, make, make those calls and, and make sure that people got their cards. The, the worst thing that happens, and we talked about this last week, so I won't continue on, but they change their mind right now. And so two things can happen. One, you can be like, Oh no, you you know, you might be misunderstanding how the plan actually works. But the other thing that could happen is maybe, uh, Oh, and so you change their mind. But then the other other thing is maybe they want to change. Maybe you can do that change. Maybe there's a, a, an SVP or something there where you can do that change for them. So make your calls, just reach out. You've got time. Everybody yeah. right now, everybody has time. And That's one have thing a have. priority list, right? If you're dealing with somebody who maybe is transitioning from a Medicare supplement onto a Medicare Advantage plan, make sure that you have them at the top of your list to check in on them because that's a transition that they're going through where there's gonna be some discomfort in that transition. Or if you've got somebody who's transitioning from a PPO to an HMO plan, there's a transition there. And so you wanna put those people at the top of your list to check in on and make sure that they're doing okay. Yep, absolutely. So on to the next one in, oh, it was planning your T65 campaigns. Yep. And we, we we talked about that all last week, so we won't spend much more time there. And then the next one is SEP strategy, um, just overall, yeah. right? So let's go ahead and, and, and feel free to take the lead on this one, Oscar. Yeah, well, there's a whole list of SEPs that are out there. And so First and foremost, as an agent, you wanna make sure you understand all the different types of SCPs that are available. And not all SCPs are available in every market. So you do wanna make sure that you're familiar with the market that you're working in and identify what SCPs are out there. The The obvious one that we all know is coming in January is is OEP, open enrollment period. And, and sometimes agents get confused on exactly what OEP means. So I wanna talk, take a second just to talk a little bit about exactly what OEP is. So it, it is the time when people are allowed to make a change 
when they are on a Medicare Advantage plan, either to another Medicare Advantage plan or back to original Medicare. Common question that comes up is, hey, I just met an individual who has original Medicare. Um, can I can I use OEP to move them to a Medicare Advantage plan? Well, the answer is no, you can't use OEP to put them on a Medicare Advantage plan, but there may be another special enrollment period, another SEP that you can use to get them onto a Medicare Advantage plan. Yeah, I think that as an agent, you need to, one of the most important things for you to be able to do is to know SEPs and be able to identify them and, and remember them off the top of your head. You know, I've been talking to agents sometimes and, and they'll ask me that question. Yeah, you know, I'm trying to I'm trying to to figure out this was this was last year here in San Antonio, Texas. We have a uh, we had a five star for 2020 mm -hmm. for 2023. <clears throat> and so people would call me and be like, man, it's, you know, they, what, what can I do? You know, I'm trying to get them over to United Healthcare and they missed AEP. You know, can I, can I use the, the SEP for, you know, the disaster SEP, this and that. And I'm like, uh, are you going to put them on the HMO? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what about five star? It's five star. <laughs> people <laughs> like, I don't know, like it, and it, it could happen to any of us. It's a light bulb though. Like, yeah. Like so, so make sure like, that's part of it, right? Like if you can just remember SEPs, remember, re remember, like I always tell people, and this is something that's important for you as an agent would be super important for you to learn is always look for a way to say yes, not a way to say no. And I'm, and I'm, like they, it's such a simple philosophy, but if we can all adopt that philosophy, it would things would go a lot better, like in customer service or, in, you know, a lot of times people are looking for ways to say no. And, and, but what you, what you can kind of think of, if you're thinking in those terms, like, how can I say yes, how can I help enroll them? And then you start thinking through all the SEPs and try to figure out a way that you'd be able to help them. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and so being able to having the ability to to identify what those SCPs are is is super important. So remember, with with OEP, they're only allowed to make a change one time. So kind of going back to, to the story that you were telling is if somebody's already if you run into somebody and they've already used the OEP election, then that one's you got to scratch that one off. It's no longer available. Then you got to dig. You got to keep digging it. Let, let's stop right there on, on that. Yeah. Um, so if somebody does an, an app with a, let's say they do it on January the 5th for a 2-1 effective and they use the OEP, uh, they used OEP and you run into them on January 17th and they have decided that they want to enroll into Humana instead of United, that decision that they made using OEP, you can still for 2-1 effective use OEP. It's the last app in for that month. It's OEP is not an, a, a, a last app in uh, like enrollment AEP, period right. the way that AEP is, right? Like you can't go through March 31st and be like, that's the last one in. Right. But it's last app in for that month. So through January 31st, if they submit six different applications, which... Honestly, I've seen, I've, maybe, maybe I'm exaggerating with six, but I've seen people use these. And so 
if, if you meet somebody and they've already enrolled using OEP in, in early January and it's late January, you can absolutely use OEP again, as long as it's for that two, one effective. And so the important thing to remember as you get into February, as you get into March and you talk about enrolling someone into a plan, then you do have to confirm that they've not already used OEP to make a change again, because you can only use it once. And if they have, like you said, you can only use it once. You got to scratch the table. that off. It's off the table. But, but find <laughs> there, a way to say yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> right? there, you yeah. can still try to ask some questions and uncover some information to see if there is another SCP available to you. So uh, right now, here we are. We're, if you're listening to this in the middle, it's the middle of December. If you're listening in the middle of December, uh, Humana just put out a, an email, and, and some other carriers have too, but I know Humana just sent out an email that there is a disaster SCP and and I think I want to say it's about it's about forty different states here in the, in the U.S. Might be a little less, might be a little more. Don't don't quote me on that number, but it's around forty states that have a disaster SCP. So even now, if you're running into people who uh, it's December and they missed AEP, they didn't get a chance to make a make a change into their plan or make a change to their plan. You can see if any of those disaster SCPs, if they are, if if it's available to them. So that's that's another piece is a, is a disaster SCP, um, and then you have uh, LIS. Uh, that's that's a huge one, especially with the changes that are coming in 2024. So the limits are increasing. I think that right now it's 135 percent, which is a I think that's that translates to 1800 dollars, 1843, 18 and some change. It it's increasing to to 150%. So that translates to about $2,100. So there are a lot of people that are right on the cusp who don't qualify for LIS. And so as an agent, having the knowledge and knowing this information, when you get out in the field and you meet with somebody, um, you can see if they qualify for LIS. So again, going back to what we were talking about, if, if OEP has already been used, well, let's keep digging. Let's let's check to find a way to say yes and see if they may qualify um, for LIS. And so you're doing two good things happen there. One is you you you've created an opportunity to to make a sale if you are able to get them qualified um, for LIS. But two, you're doing a good service for the individual. You're you're helping them get discounts on their medications, especially if it's a client who's hitting the donut hole and, and they get into trouble with their medications later on in the year. Having the ability to help somebody qualify for LIS and get on that program goes a long way. And so that just makes you look better as an agent and it makes you that much more valuable. Um, and so it's a win-win but, all around. You no, know, but even if it didn't, right? Like, man, I think about this a lot and just kind of a finding finding your why, right? Why why you do this. It should be to help people if you work in this business. And and I'll tell you, like, feeling the, the feeling that you can get when you help someone apply and help someone get qualified for that or even for, for the state Medicaid program or whatever it is, it's you're doing something good for other individuals so even if even even if not but but it does but even if it didn't like just do good for people yeah all right 
impact lives. Yeah, you know, that's for something sure. that, that I that's that's a term that I constantly use and I'm and I'm constantly reminding myself of, of is I'm in this business and it's a genuine business. I love what I do and I'm here to to impact lives. And it's yep. a good feeling, you know, when you're able to save somebody thousands of dollars on on their medications or or even if they can qualify for Medicaid. Um, here in Texas it's called the Medicare Savings Program. If you can help somebody save money in, in those ways, gosh, it's just such a good feeling just yeah. because these people are already on a limited income. And here we are to help them put money back into their pockets or save money on their trip to the pharmacy. I mean, that goes a long way. And it really is a good feeling at the end of the day. Yeah, there's a book called Start With Why from Simon Sinek. We've mentioned it on the podcast before, but but I would encourage you to read that that book. And if, if you haven't already, because we all have to have something that drives us. If you look at the most successful companies in the world, uh, at least in the U.S., in in, in you look at the reason that they do things like, of course, we're on it to make money, right? Like, I know that you're in it to make money, but if you make it in your heart, something bigger than that, like, why would you do this? Why doing that? Mine would be to help other people. Mine currently is help agents to be mm -hmm. successful doing this. That's why I get up in the morning and work in this role. But as an agent, your why should be helping seniors, regardless if it's helping them find a plan or just helping them identify um, a, you know, a, a food pantry if, if they're running low on food or, or identify uh, a, a way to, to qualify for, for uh, help with their drugs or, or Medicaid, like help people. That should be could be one of your whys. Yeah. So no, of course, please continue. Soapbox. <laughs> uh, so, so we always kind of associate the, the LIS um, special enrollment period, the, the LIS SEP, lots of acronyms, right? Well, we're, yeah. uh, um, we always associate it with Medicaid. So dual, right? Your dual eligibles are your, your people who have LIS. So just keep in mind, remember as agents, the dual LIS SEP can be used once per quarter during the first three quarters. So it's once every three months. So in January, February, and March, it can be used one time and then again in the next quarter, another time. So there's a neat tool in, in United Healthcare, and I'm sure some of the other carriers have it too, but United Healthcare in their Jarvis toolkit, the agent portal, um, if you wanna know, has somebody used the LIS SEP, you can go into Jarvis and plug in their Medicare information and it's gonna tell you whether or not they've used the dual LIS um, SCP. And if it's available, then there you go. That's an opportunity. So even if you're running into people during OEP who've already used the OEP election period, see if there's another opportunity for, for LIS. Does it tell you um, that the, the, the tool in Jarvis, does it also tell you if they've used OEP? No, it doesn't. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I know that, I know that there's agents out there that use marks from, from what it mm. seems like, it's like people who were connected to uh, call centers for the most part are, are using marks. So there's there's some agents that, that, that do have access to that. But um, I was just curious. And I know that, that uh, Cigna has a tool that, mm -hmm. that is pretty good about being able to help you find that. You can always also reach out to the carriers and, uh, and, and grab that information as well. Yep, yep. Um, anything else you wanna, before I move into the next one, dual no. LIS? Okay. That, that we wanted to talk about. Um, we, we touched on disaster. And then of course there's there's five star, which we quickly touched on that five star, as you know. So uh, five star, the way that that works, the, the time period is it begins on December the 8th. So if there's a five star plan that's gonna be available in 2024, 
Uh, here we are in 2023. On December 8th, that five-star uh, election period has already begun. So if it's after December 7th, someone's calling you and they're wanting to get onto a plan, and this plan happens to be a five-star plan, then you can enroll them into that plan after December the 7th. And they're allowed to use it. So it runs from December 8th through November 30th of the following plan year. Uh, it can be used one time during the year. So once that fought for that carrier, I believe. So if you've already used it um, for that carrier, then you're not able to use it anymore uh, later on in the year. So five star, again, if it's not in every in every market, but if it is something that is available in a market that you're working, that's that's an opportunity to uh, to be selling year round, right? Uh, and then there's chronic uh, CSNIP plans. If, if people have chronic conditions, then they are able to get onto a chronic plan. And this is another another common thing that I run into when I'm when I'm having conversations with agents is if somebody wants to get onto a Medicare Advantage plan, that is not a CSNP. It's not a CSNP MAPD. Agents constantly will ask me, well, this person's diabetic. Can I put them on that plan using chronic? The answer is no. So if you're gonna use the chronic SCP, that means that you have to enroll them into a chronic plan. I know it sounds simple and, and you and I know this, but but the reality is a lot of agents can get a little bit confused just because there's so many moving parts to, uh, to, to Medicare and these SCPs. So understand if you're gonna use the chronic SCP, that person has to have the, a qualifying chronic condition and it varies by carrier. Uh, United Healthcare has a longer list of what qualifying chronic conditions are than Humana. So don't just assume that any chronic condition get, can get them on any chronic plan. Make sure that you. And we're talking about for San Antonio, so let's 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 clarify. Yeah. So regard. So, but that brings me to my point. You got to look it up, right? Mm -hmm. So here in San Antonio, there's more qualifications for the chronic plan than um, with United than than with Humana. But we don't know. We, I mean, we can't say that for every market. Um, right. it, you know, so, so I want to make sure that we clarify that, but you, you've got to know your plans and you gotta, you gotta look again there. And I'll tell you that like, obviously the, the reason for the chronic plans are so that way, um, you know, it can help people with chronic conditions. But the reality is the reason that a company brings in a chronic plan is so that way, you know, you can sell it all year yeah. long. Mm -hmm. And so that, that's a, a big part of why they do that. That's why you notice the benefits aren't that different between, between the two. So keep that in mind yep. um, and, and always look at, at how to qualify for them. And so not every market has a chronic special needs plan. Mostly it's in the large metro areas that, that, that do have them. So that's important to know as well. Yep. Um, and then we have uh, another another common SCP that, that or opportunity that you'll run into is leaving employer coverage. So many times we'll run into people who say, hey, you know, I, I'm 68, but I still have my insurance through my work. Uh, so um, so I, I don't know if I should take Medicare or if I shouldn't. Agents can sometimes get confused as to whether or not there's an opportunity for them to get them onto Medicare. And the answer is yes, those people are able to come off of their group coverage and enroll into Medicare. They don't have to wait until AEP to do that. They can leave their group coverage now. So if you're running into people who are who who are eligible for Medicare, but they've got their insurance 
through their work, that's an opportunity. Schedule that meeting, sit down with them and, and do a cost analysis and break it down. You know, how much are you paying for your insurance at your work? Do you carry any dependents? You know, let's get a list of your medications. And it might make sense for you to um, to to leave your your group coverage and get on to Medicare and take a Medicare Advantage plan or or a Medicare supplement. So don't be afraid to have those conversations. Don't be afraid to look for those people. I don't want you as an agent to think, well, this person, uh, this person has insurance through their work, so I can't do anything right now because here we are in March or April and I have to wait until AEP. No, you can, you can do it now. You can go ahead and sit down and have that conversation with them and see if it makes sense for them to come off of their group coverage and, and get onto Medicare. So again, the, the point that we're trying to drive home here is SEPs and let's look for opportunities and, and find ways to keep ourselves busy and and, uh, and and get some enrollments year round. Yeah, you know, when I when I first started in this business, I used to obviously I shared that I, I used to work at Humana and we would tell people or, or back then we would put together a list of people that we were going to enroll during AEP. And we had like this long list of people, like sometimes like your I'd have like 60 or right? 70 people that were ready to go in, in for October. And as time goes on with the way things are now with, with having, um, you know, LIS with having the chronic with having, we've had five stars with all these different SEPs that have been available. We have, we're seeing smaller and smaller AEP pipelines, which, uh, realistically, that's why these carriers are seeing such lower one-one enrollment. Right. A lot of times, they're like, "Man, you know, why is our why is our uh, January first? Why is our AEP so bad?" We're like, "Man, you had five star for the last two years. What do you guys expect? You've had a disaster yeah. SEP yeah. available. To There's people. always something. Yeah. So, so year-round business. Yeah. Now. Just keep that in mind. Like for agents that think that they they work just in October." Man, there's so much more opportunity. You could be you could be building up a much bigger business than than, than you have been. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I, as far as SCPs, well, that's 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 what I got. At least you know I hit, we hit the main ones. There are a lot of other uh, SCPs that are out there that are available to people. I know United Healthcare has um, a a sheet in there uh, that that talks about all the different types of special enrollment periods that are out there. Yeah, and you can get that by going to Lean and it, Jarvis. Yeah, yeah. Or is it in Lean? Both. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. So so either way, you can get it yeah. in one of them. <laughs> when you go into Lean, it'll it'll show that there's an SCP yeah. SCP worksheet and so I would encourage you to go through it. Look, you know, we've 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 done I think a whether it was on this podcast or the one that we used to have just for our agents like where we we've um, we've gone through them, but you just go through and, and familiarize yourself with, with every single SCP. Don't miss out on an opportunity. And again, everything that you're doing today, everything you're doing from here until the, you know, really till September 30th is, is really trying to build your January, 2025 income. And if you think about it that way, if you're, if you're, if, if you go into it with that mindset, just watch and keep, stay focused on what it could be. And so that's what I want to encourage people. So just, uh, I guess the last thing on your AEP strategy is understanding the value of rest and family time. So just encourage people, man, I always tell people the reason that I started in this business, the reason that I, that I left my job at Humana and started this business 
is because I wanted the freedom and flexibility to be the kind of dad that I wanted to be, to be the kind of, you know, just, just to, to be present and to be able to, to, to take vacations and, and, and go off with my family and, and do those things. And all of those things we can do as long as we don't overdo it, right? And don't oversteer. I always tell people like, don't go so long on vacation. That, like we talked about, it's like you get, it's so hard to get off the, the sofa once you've gone so far in it. But I always remember when I used to work at, at Humana and um, we worked really hard from October the 1st, we started pre-AEP. And back then AEP would go till December 31st. And we would work really hard till December 31st and then we would take January 1st off and then coming back to work on January 2nd and then started OEP. And back then we could market for OEP. So we would be marketing for OEP and really pushing for ourselves all the way through March 31st. And I'll never forget like on April, that first year on, on April the 1st, I was like, man, I am tired. Uh, I'm like, man, I should take the day off. And so like I went into work and I remember them telling us like, you guys need to start, you guys need to start working on, you know, keep working. And it's like, man, there's gotta be some balance in there. Mm -hmm. Like I look, I understand. And I, I like, I'm about numbers too. I want to keep on going, but I also understand that as an agent, like the reason that you're in this business is to have some of that freedom, right? Some of that flexibility. And are there any other thoughts on that? No, I mean, that's, that's how, that's how you got me to get into this there business. You, go, you, right? you, you sold me <laughs> on the, you know, the ability to, to, to be your own boss. And, and no, no cap on how much you know a, a person, an agent, can make by getting into this business. But the other part was the the freedom, right? Yeah. And, and that's why we get into this is is to have that that type of freedom. So don't forget that, right? Because we have some agents who are go go go, and we gotta I gotta get in front of them and stop them and say, hey, go go enjoy your family. Remember it, why you're doing this. I, I remember there was an agent that we not to call them out if they're listening, but <laughs> but we we had a meeting with them. I want to say it was uh, two years ago. We had a meeting with them, and, and this individual, they were going seven days a week and not really taking any breaks. And and I remember we had we had lunch, and I said, hey, y y at some point you got to You got to just take a break and just take take a day off, take a weekend off. Like it, just going that hard, you're gonna get burnt out. And he's like, no, that's not gonna happen to me. I, I don't get burnt <laughs> out. And at some point, uh, it was like uh, like July, August, September. And then it took him really struggled to get back in and going during AEP because he overdid it. And so just encourage people, look, I'm all about, you know, that that hustle mentality and that hustle mindset. And let's let's put in that work. But I'm also smart enough to know that it's only sustainable for a certain amount of time. At that point, you're going to get burnt out and you're going to do less because you out, you overdid it yep. than you would have if you would have just kind of sustained. We talk about a marathon not a sprint, right? And as you can tell, I may ne never have run a marathon. I've run a half marathon. <laughs> so have I. Actually, that's about <laughs> as far as I went. But one thing you don't do during a marathon is keep running at full speed the whole time. In the same way, in, 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 in your business, in your career, you can't run at full speed the whole time. I understand that. And, uh, and, and you should understand it as well. So, hey, until uh, next time, Merry Christmas to everybody. Happy holidays and look forward to, uh, to continuing this journey and helping agents to become more successful selling Medicare.